How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Welcome back to Bank Sunday. Jay Binkley, Grant Nicholson. Yes, text line. Randall Cunningham was a good punter, actually. He did have a 92-yard punt. Randall Cunningham could punt very, very, very well. I don't know if you ever saw his punts or if that was before your time, Grant, but... I've never seen Randall Cunningham. I mean, I've seen highlights, but I've never seen, like, a game. I've definitely never seen a punt. Oh, yeah, he could uh, he could kick it. He didn't do it all the time, but he definitely could do it. But that was very impressive, uh, to say the least. Big-time recruiting news this week, Grant, and I think that uh, I think it deserves talking about. It's not local, but it does involve a lo- local teams because uh, Texas will be playing Big 12 and transitioning to the SEC. So it does involve the teams. Arch Manning, grandson of Archie, nephew of Peyton and Eli, son of Cooper, Number one quarterback in the nation for class of 2023 has decided on the Texas Longhorns. Grant, the Texas Longhorns have been one of the most disappointing teams in college football, although they're getting some run next year. Like people were thinking big things for Texas. Now, you might forget that uh, Quinn Ewers, who was at South Lake Carroll, same place as Chase Daniel played. Big-time high school football program in Texas. Skipped his senior year. You remember that, Grant. Last year, he skipped his senior year, which is unheard of. For a high school player to skip it, he enrolls early at, at the Ohio State. I don't know if I can say that or not because they trademarked it's trademarked. It. Watch out. Yeah, they trademarked the, so we'll just call it Ohio State. And he's at Ohio State. Obviously, C.J. Stroud blows up. He hits the next thing. Smoke, and he joins the old transfer portal, and he's gone to Texas, his home state. So he's there, and he helped recruit Arch Manning. And I guess he did well. You know, he helped recruiting. But I wonder if the back of his mind, he's like, nah, there's no way this kid's coming here. He's going to Alabama or Clemson or Georgia, the other schools that were that were high on his list. There's no way he's going to Texas. But then he does. Then he decides there. So what, what's Quinn Ewers going to do? This was last year's number one quarterback. So the last two number one quarterbacks with the Longhorns. And they're both composite 1.000 number, which means they're number one on every single recruiting service that, that, that talks about this sort of stuff. Exactly. And, I mean, isn't there sort of like an arrogance there where Quinn is like, I'm better than this guy, like I will prove that I'm better than this guy? I, I'm sure there is. And he's like, I'm only going to be here, what, two seasons because he had the redshirt year? Does that count? I mean, if he goes out and stars at Texas this year, that's the way he keeps his job. Because if he goes out and balls out, Grant, there's no way that they pull him the next year. There's just no way, right? Although it is Arch Manning, who's 6'4", 215, and he comes from America's got one royal family. And I know Queen Elizabeth and all that in England, that's the royal family. This country (laughs) has one royal family. It's the Mannings. It's the Mannings. Yeah, I mean – there's just like some game theory there, right? Where both these guys probably think that they're the, the best the best quarterback in the world. And Arch is probably I it wouldn't shock me if Arch is willing to just take one year behind Quinn. But the one thing about Arch is he's like not cocky. Like I at mean, all. And he could be He has one tweet all time. One tweet. One tweet. Instead of going to Texas. Well, yeah, that's I mean, yeah, one tweet. 
usually guys will set up Twitter so they can hear how good they are. He's and all not that. out there like posting his highlights no. like, hey, check it out. And he's, I mean, I'm sure Neil money will be going flowing to him, but he, he's got money. He's got a lot of money. His family's not poor. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I think they'll be okay. I think he'd be okay without Neil Money first. Okay. He's probably already going to be driving, or probably already driving. A, I'm sure. I'm sure Peyton or, or something's hooked him up with something really nice. Can you imagine what that what that text message hits from Arch? Like, hey, I'm I'm in Texas. I'm going to Texas. Like, why don't you come join me? But the one thing about it is he wants to make his own brand. Like, he's not going to Ole Miss like Archie and Eli did. And he picked a different number, so he's not associated with those and, guys either. And Peyton going to Tennessee. Now, Texas, like he will be playing his junior year in the SEC. So it's not like he's, you know. If he's at Texas, then. If he's, I, I just don't see him in the transfer portal. Yeah. I just don't. Like, I, don't I don't see it either, but does that mean Quinn is just gone by and, that point? And Quinn's already used his portal ride. Like, he's already jumped into the portal. Now, here's the way he could get out. One graduate, be a graduate transfer and play. But we got to remember something. This kid's only going into his sophomore year, right? Not not even that, really. He's still kind of a freshman, Grant. Because <laughs> he only spent a semester in college. Last, Am I right on that? Yeah, last spring. That would have been spring? his one semester. Yeah, because he transferred early to Ohio State. Remember? I thought he was there for the fall semester, too. Oh, yeah, he was. He was because he took two snaps for the Ohio, excuse me, Ohio State. <laughs> I can't believe that. I can't the believe that. The lawyers are going to come get you, dude. I can't you can't they, just put the wherever. Who the hell trademarks the? This, this is the. What do you mean who, like who trademarks, trademarks the? the? Of course they're going to do it. It's like trademarking. It's the lamest fan base in the world. It's like trademarking A. <laughs> it got Zeke Elliott, the Ohio State University. Man, I shut mean, they, they up. They trademark the. Good God. But anyway, so. He, he leaves in the transfer portal. So the only ways he could go is to be a graduate transfer, get a special waiver for the NCAA. And I don't know if they're going to give him a special waiver just to say, look, this. But think about this, Grant. Think about it if he goes and has a set at Texas. Think about all that potential. We're talking about a guy who skipped his senior year and he'd be bouncing around to his third school. I mean, that is unbelievable if that happens. Because he'd have to sit out a year if he went. We're talking he's maybe like 24 by the time he gets out of school. But I bet he lights it up, man. I don't think that that's the case. I think he lights it up. He's going to get enough stuff on film in this one or two years if Arch sits for a year that people are going to draft him. But can you really see Arch? Yeah. The number one recruit? I can see it. If he sits a year, you only get two years out of him. I could see it. Yeah, absolutely. Although although Peyton stayed all the time, Eli did too. They didn't leave early. What more does Arch like have to prove? To be honest, like obviously he's got to perform at the level. But if he sits for one year behind Quinn and then he plays for two, like isn't that going to be enough? Aren't people willing? Isn't he still going to get drafted number one or two or three? Like there's very few scenarios I see where if he he's not sitting two years. Yeah, and his uncles Eli and Peyton. If he sits one year, I think he'll be fine. I don't know, man. I don't know if you get that. If you put a jersey on with the last name Manning, do you really sit somebody like that, Grant? Don't you sit him for one year as a <laughs> freshman, as a true freshman? If the last name's Manning, he's 6'4", 215. They, have, really the, they have a number one guy in Quinn Ewers already there. You I don't, don't care think, who they have. But you don't think he had he's to do the calculations in his brain his where he's like, I'll probably have to sit a year. Like, oh. Quinn Ewers with the golden mullet or Arch Manning with the golden arm. You think Steve Sarkisian, Sarkisian showed up and was like, yeah, yeah, you're going to start as a true freshman? You think that was the pitch? He had to promise no him way. something. He had to promise him something to get him there. I bet he was being honest. And he was just like, oh. hey. <laughs> come on, oh. man. Yeah, college coaches stupid. are so honest. <laughs> I bet he was just completely yeah, all right. honest I, with him, Grant. Maybe I was a little wrong saying he was honest, but... <laughs> But here's the thing. I mean, think about his advantages over Quinn Ewers. Like, if Quinn's struggling reading name. defense, who the hell do you think he's going to call? It's just the name, Like, who though. do you think he's going to call? His high school quarterback coach? All right, that's fine. Do you know who Arch is going to call if he's got some issues? He's going to call Uncle <laughs> Peyton and Eli. <laughs> he's going to call his uncles that have four Super Bowl rings. And what? his grandpa, there was no slouch in Archie Manning. I was going to say, what if they're busy? You think he can call grandpa? Give him some pointers? That's his Rolodex. If Peyton's busy, call Eli. 
He beat Tom Brady twice in a Super Bowl. You think Quinn Ewers has his uncles that did that? No. There's certain rites of passage in this country, and one of them has, is having the last name Manning. <laughs> I bet he sits here. I bet that's what ends up happening. <laughs> there is no way in Dude, hell. I bet he sits Arch one year. Manning sits. There's no way. You're telling me he's just going to walk on and they're just going to be like, yeah, you start as a freshman over Quinn Ewers? Yes. No way. He'd have yes. to win over, He'd have to win a battle, a position battle. Think about the jerseys they could sell. Is everything it a position the battle going to be nuts? What do you think the Longhorn fan base is saying? What do you think the big donors? Have you ever seen the, the Longhorn fan base sure. that shows up at the Big 12 tournament and they all wear sure. like the burnt orange shirts and stuff and they sure. get just money falling out of their pockets? Yeah. What, are they, what do you think they're saying when they're all getting together? Eh, Ewers or Manning. Hell no. They're saying, I'm not writing you a check unless you start Manning. But Ewers, Ewers is Ewers. from Texas. I don't care about Quinn Ewers. Texas high school football is huge. I bet they're just sitting there and be like, oh, we get eight national titles now. I bet they're just loving it. They don't care who's playing the quarterback. Dude, everybody in this country wanted Arch. Everybody did. Yeah, but, I mean, you can take all the states – North of Tennessee, and they weren't getting them. This is why you'd get fired on your first day as the head coach, because you wouldn't. Start I would Arch get Manning. fired. Yeah, because you wouldn't start Arch Manning. If I recruited Arch Manning, I don't think I'd get fired. This is right why away. you'd get fired. I'd that's fire well, you if I was your AD. Thanks. I'd fire you. Thanks, man. That really makes me feel great. If I had Quinn Ewers and Arch Manning on campus, I think I'd be able to figure out some job security. I think I'd be okay. Yeah, one guy that didn't have the stomach to make it at Ohio State. Notice I didn't use the, and he's already hit the transfer portal once, and you got Arch Manning. And you're just so certain that he just went to Ohio State and was like, oh, obviously I'm not good enough to play here, but he thinks he can't beat out. Well, he I'm, did? Yeah. He, he rolled, man. CJ Stroud, you're too good for me. What's he going to say when Arch Manning? I'm not good enough to beat you either. Okay. I'm going to have to transfer to Texas State. <laughs> you're going to be a Bobcat? Yeah. You don't hey. think he can end up in Washington State or someplace? What if he ends up at K-State? Quinn Ewers? Yeah. yeah I'd take him. <laughs> I would, too. I'd take him. He could play. I would, too. I would, too. By the way, the Royals have made a roster move. They recalled Jackson Coar. Also recalled Matt Peacock. So, uh, Foster Griffin optioned to Omaha. Josh Stamont placed on the 15-day IL. So, there's some Royals moves, and we have Josh Vernier. Coming on at 1030, and by the way, he's not related to the Mannings, but he's good at what he does. But we're talking to Josh Vernier at 1030. Coming up next, NFL teams, their biggest roster holes. Who do you think they have for the Chiefs' biggest roster hole? Hmm. Tell you next. You're listening to Bink Sunday on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. 
Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Welcome back to Big Sunday. Jay Binkley, Grant Nicholson, Jackson Coar recalled to the Kansas City Royals. We have Josh Verdon here coming on at 1030 to talk about that. Verdon's also a big Michigan man. Wonder what he thinks about B being trademarked. I mean, he's probably got some opinions on that. And what do you think Vern thinks about Arch Manning? Dude, I. If you've always wanted to know, find out at 1030. I bet Vern's on my side. I bet he's not. Arch is going to sit. Vern appreciates greatness. (laughs) You don't think I don't appreciate greatness? Not after this conversation. But though, every single recruiting story, it was like. Arch Manning really loves the relationship he has with Steve Sarkeesian. Are you sold on Adrian Martinez since you're Kansas State guy? <laughs> you know what's funny is the last couple nights I've been not a lot of sports on, so I'll go to YouTube and look up full games usually. Most of the time, boy. Most that of t- makes me proud of you. That makes me <laughs> proud of you. You went from like a six to a nine. <laughs> Thanks, man. Not a ten? I can't get a full ten with that? No, because I lowered you after that whole arch manning discussion well most of the time i'll like look up old k-state games like full games (laughs) but i've been looking up old nebraska games from the last couple of years to see what we're getting in adrian yeah see a lot of stuff i I, see a lot of stuff i like your game you got season tickets to kansas state this year you're a kansas state grad you got season tickets you are now becoming alumni base which means you probably need a haircut at some point you need to start wearing collared shirts. You're part of the alumni now. <laughs> Got to get the polos and the khaki pants. Definitely khakis. Because if you're going to be rolling down I-70 to Kansas State games, you're a donor now. <laughs> well, maybe not now, but you will be. <laughs> you need to start looking the part. You're not the kid anymore. Wabash Cannonball, all that. That's not you anymore. You're sitting there with your purple shirt on. You're politely clapping. And you, you're into a new realm now, man. You're becoming a man. Okay, and I got to go sit up in the Shamrock seats or whatever yes. and hobnob with all the, the yes. big donors. You're becoming a man. Start contributing to, to nil funds and stuff like that. Maybe a trip to get some coffee and a donut at Varsity Donuts, you know, <laughs> and have a nice conversation about the football game you're about to partake in. Yeah, that's fair. Go to, go to the hotel instead of crashing on a friend's couch. Yeah. Get a hotel room. Instead of getting hammered, just, you know, enjoy a few Couple beers. Couple cocktails. At a nice, relaxing place, not a... The point is, is I see creepy. I mean, you're your age. <laughs> you look like a creep going to college bars. I'm serious. You got to make man, that transition. I look like a creep a little bit because you're mid 20s now. Yeah. So you, I, that's creepy. But if I go with some friends and we just no, sit and have a few no, drinks. No, you're, you're a creep status now because you're out of college. I can't go to the old haunts. I can't go to like no. Annie Mays and just you got to grow up with all at the some point, bro. You got to grow up at some point. Cut your hair. Get a colored shirt, some khakis. You're now a season ticket holder. Act like it. Cutting my hair, you sound, you sound like my dad. Every single time I see him, my dad is like, aren't they going to make you cut your hair at your new job? Well, he's right. <laughs> That's why your dad and I get along so well. Because you got to look the part, Grant. I don't know. Uh, I look the part to be a part-time producer at a sports radio station. No, I mean, you look, you look fine. Hey, what about Jake Rubley, though? Like, are you shocked that he hadn't hit the transfer portal? Being a four-star, that, that pandemic really screwed him up, didn't he? When he transferred to a what, state of Iowa, didn't end up playing, but his team in Colorado, remember, because he was going to play he, Colorado. He eligibility issues when he went to Iowa. Yeah, and then his team in Colorado got to play again, remember? Because they weren't going to, then they started to. Did that hurt him? I, I don't know what hurt him. To, I mean, I don't I don't know really that much about it. They've kept it pretty on the, the low. Dude, As, he was the chosen one. K-State's recruiting's been crazy good they've been had a good year so far i'm i'm if if avery johnson commits to kansas state i think it probably spells the end for jake rubley there i don't really know what's going on it's total speculation but with adrian martinez here and there's not been a lot of hype i mean i, I bet will howard's still the backup so it seems difficult especially if adrian johnson and he up. seems to be taken that well like he, he seems like a real team guy rubley? will howard oh howard yeah yeah I mean, he's played a lot of games. If something happens to Adrian Martinez, he's the, the guy that's right there. Like, I gave Jake Rubley some credit, too, that he hadn't hit the transfer portal because he, he hadn't even taken one snap, has he? No. Yeah. But, I mean, last year was his, his redshirt season. Yeah, but he's 6'3". I mean, he's got that prototypical. 
again, maybe he sits behind Adrian Martinez. Maybe something happens and Jake Rubley. If I'm I mean, Jake Rubley, Mar- I'm going in as this a battle and say, I know that you're anointing Adrian Martinez to be the starter. But if I'm Jake Rubley, I'm like, what? he was a four-star in some services. Correct. Yeah, yeah. And it's tough to get a four-star. It is tough to get a four-star. And it, I'm sure he's up there and he's going to fight with those guys. I mean, he's probably got the talent to do it. But Adrian's going to be the starter. He's only going to be here for a year. And then it's, you know, Rubley or, or Howard or... Those would be the two guys I'd think for, for 2023. Hmm. Well, the text line from 75 says, no, 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 tailgate, drink the beers, do the Wabash. That's what I'm talking loudly. about. That's what my people, the 785. 785, Western stand up. Grant is 25 now. He's not 22. Dude, the if first time the I Wabashed bars, was with my aunt and uncle who were like 50. Do you know how you everyone know, wabashes, man? Do you know how creepy you look as a mid twenties guy going back to college bars? I mean, I'm not going to pick up chicks or anything. I'm just going to go hang out with my friends, hang out with the boys. Do you know what the kind of creep level that is, though? Seriously, I mean, if you take a look in the mirror and realize, all right, I need to grow up and put my big boy pants on. Seriously. So you're telling me I can't I can't wander down to Annie Mae's and have a few drinks with the boys? No, you. I mean, do what you got to do, bro. But I'm just saying, at some point, where should I go? Point, where should I drink? Like when you hit at Kansas State in Manhattan, where should I go drink now? When you get in your thirties, please, please don't do this stuff. Cause you're all alumni now. You're in the you're in the type of group now to be going to the bowl games. Right? I gotta go to all the townie bars or what's up? Yeah, you're in the group now to go what's that pizza place there on the um on uh in Aggieville? Uh gosh, I can't think of the name. It's kinda of on the corner of Aggieville. The it's a great pizza place, right? The best pizza place in Manhattan. On the corner of Aggieville. Oh. Taco Lucia, too, is one of Taco my favorites. Taco Lucia, sure. Yeah. You can go there. You can go to Taco Lucia. I don't want to go to Taco Lucia. I want to go to all the bars. Don't they serve drinks? Yeah, probably. We'll just go have a few drinks and some tacos and act like a man. For once. I'm going to get drinks at Annie Mae's. Almost every single week I'm down there. Now, what's that bar I told you I was at that one time? And you were proud of me because it, it was a dive bar in Manhattan. Remember when I texted you from it? Was you at the Aggie Lounge? I don't remember where it was. You might have been at the Aggie Lounge, <laughs> if I remember right. My creep level is high that night. That, that's a townie bar for sure. I mean, I, my creep level. My creep Aggie level. Lounge is cool, though. They've got darts and stuff. Yeah, and cheap beers. is like a buck fifty for a beer or something like floors. that. <laughs> yeah, the floors did stick. The Aggie right? Lounge is cool. Who was it that sang that song? Was it uh, gosh, Merle Haggard or something? says, I wish Coke was still a cola and a joint was just a bad place to be. <laughs> When you, when you got the leather-skinned waitresses, man. Would you like another beer? <laughs> <laughs> I like any place you can get a beer for less than $2, I'm in on. But this college atmosphere, man. You used to be able to get a pitcher of hams for like $2. Dude, I used to pay for, a, when I was at Pittsburgh State, I went to this bar, right? And he, the dude had schooners until people start ripping them off, right? Like schooners, like a chalice of beer, and he'd frost them, right? This is the same guy that used to put ice cubes in the trough. You ever peed in the trough with ice cubes? Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, you get the steam coming. It's a beautiful thing you don't see anymore. Love the sound, like the, too. The, the, the sound oh, is great. I know, but the trough's gone away. They used to have troughs at, at the K. They don't anymore. I mean, it's hard to find a bar with the trough. But I mean, put, I, don't, I don't really yearn for the trough anymore. Oh, but. I love troughs. Okay. <laughs> but he would always put ice, fresh ice in the trough. Hey, man, you're telling me to grow up, and you're like, I wish I could pee in more troughs. But this is when I was in school, bro. <laughs> and I may have done it for a couple more years after that. But he, but he, would, he would save the chalices of beer for me because he knew I wouldn't rip them off, right? I was trustworthy. And I would drink these chalices of beer for less than a buck. Like 32 ounces of just golden deliciousness. That's a lot, man. And he'd put ice cubes in the trough for me. Lou, he was a fine man. Josh Vernier, next. You're listening to Bink Sunday on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
from the launcher online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, (laughs) nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Cody and Gold, weekdays starting at 10 on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Welcome back to Bank Sunday. Jay Binkley, Grant Nicholson. Going to be joined by Josh Vernier here in a little bit. He's got, uh, well, he's got things to do out at the K, you know. He's got Mike Matheny to go talk to. He's got uh, plenty of stuff going on, so we'll catch up with Vern here in just a few minutes whenever we can get a hold of him. He's got baseball things to do, and he's probably got Jackson Coar news. Jackson Coar recalled from Omaha to the Kansas City Royals. Is the Kansas City Royals. Oakland A's, I mean, that team, <laughs> yeah, Kansas City just kept coming back. I thought, honestly, the Royals were going to beat the A's again. I mean, the A's are a bad baseball team. I mean, the Royals could play them all the time, man. Look out. I know they've A's won against Kansas City yesterday. I know they won one of the games out in Oakland. I do expect the Royals to take care of business today, but of course it is baseball, and you can't count on anything happening. But it is Brady Singer against this lineup of the Oakland A's. I'll take that any day of the week. But uh, Kansas City Royals, Oakland A's today. Royals, though, go on this uh, road trip here soon. Um this, as far as the Kansas City Royals now, they'll play against the Oakland A's today. Then the Royals, uh, another uh, home series against the Texas Rangers before heading out to Detroit for three. Down to Houston for four games before playing Cleveland after that. It's been a nice little break from the Royals, a little West Coast trip. Uh, a lot of success against the uh, the A's and the uh, and the Angels for the Royals. But Bobby Wood Jr. yesterday was simply unbelievable. And whether and the one thing I like about watching Bobby Witt Jr. is you know you're watching a superstar when it's just not at the plate that you see them do amazing things. It's doing things that just stand out every day. It's making that great defensive play. It, it's hitting a home run like he did yesterday. The, the play that he made defensively where he jumps in the air, throws the baseball, to get that kind of velocity, to get a base runner out without planting your feet, is simply unbelievable. And this is what it sounded like on Bally's with Fizz and Hud. They were speechless, to be honest with you. They didn't know what to say. One bit. It's deceptive. Looking for it, looking for it, looking for it. And then here it comes. Bobby, long throw. Wow, wow what a play. Woo. Incredible. Showing the quick. I mean, Rex didn't even know what to say. <laughs> I was flabbergasted as well. The Bobby Wood Jr. is out there making that kind of play. And, the, and what he's doing with the Kansas City Royals is simply amazing. And yeah, he's hitting the ball as well. 
And the fact that he's making these defensive plays make you say, wow. And that's what good players do. They don't always have to hit that home run. They don't have to do something. Just make that one play. And he's been the master of making that one play to make you say, wow. He's on pace for 74 extra base hits, 23 stolen bases, 74 extra base hits would be a Royals rookie record. Only one rookie in Major League history has 74-plus extra base hits and 23-plus stolen bases. Hanley Ramirez with the 2006 Marlins, the only rookie uh, to ever do that. Hitting-wise, exit velocity average 94.9, almost 95 miles an hour on fastballs. Fourth highest in Major League Baseball. Only Jordan Alvarez, Aaron Judge, Raphael Devers, higher. I mean, it's a pretty good list to be on. Uh, he leads the Kansas City Royals, 39 runs, 16 doubles. He's tied for the major league lead in triples with five. Tied with Salvador Perez for with 11 home runs, 32 extra base hits. He leads the Royals with 10 stolen bases, basically every category. This is what you thought you would see at this point. Like this with the expectations. He's living up to expectations, and living up to expectations is not always easy. You know, it's, it's, it's the Mahomes of baseball with the Kansas City Royals. Because Mahomes was able basically to sit that first year. He got to play against the Denver Broncos at the end of the year. But he got to sit until then. Bobby, you know, yeah, he played minor league baseball. But he had those high expectations when he came to the Royals. And he gives you something fun to watch every night. Like, despite this bad season the Royals are in the midst of now, it's fun to watch him. It's fun to watch MJ, MJ Melendez. It will be fun when Vinny Pascantino is absolutely killing the ball in Omaha. They always say that you you will say when you're ready to play Major League Baseball, he is. Joining us now, Josh Vernier out of Coppenstein. What's up, Vern? Uh, not too much. Was inside the Royals clubhouse okay. talking with uh, Cam Gallagher, Whit okay. Merrifield, and the rest of your favorite oh. baseball players. I was wondering where the hell you were. Yeah, sorry about that, man. I apologize. It was, I was deep in conversation with the two-time All-Star Whit Merrifield. And what do you say? Uh, I was just uh, telling him how much I respect his hustle out there. Um, second base, right field, busting it down the line. As here we are again, he's playing for one of the five worst teams in baseball. Um, uh, j- just my observations uh, over the past few weeks. Uh, it, it's not that I feel bad for Witt because he's, you know, he's still living the life. He's still a big leaguer. It's just he's done everything um, that 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 someone of his ability is capable of doing. Right? He's uh, 200 hits. He's, he's led the league in hits and stolen bases and in triples and doubles. He's been to a pair of All Star games. This guy just wants to win, and we all know that's not going to happen this season. So. I shared my appreciation for his ability to bring energy every single day to not lollygag out there in the field and uh, shared my hope uh, that he has a chance to play in October, whether it's this year or next year and whether it's in Kansas City or not. Yeah, I'm with you. That's a perfect guy to have on your team with the Bobby Witt Jr. You know, it's a yes. perfect guy to see every day. Yes. Doesn't matter if you're winning or losing, but busting your ass. And that's, and that's Witt Merrifield. Uh, Vern, I got to talk to you about this. That play yesterday by Bobby Wood Jr. Mm. I mean, we, we can't say enough about this guy. He leads the Royals. Well, Derek and Jeter almost... can't make that play. No, he can't. Because we call it the Jeter throw. Uh, Jeter doesn't no. have enough oomph on that he, one to get it to first. He can't. It's the most amazing defensive play I've seen this year. Probably wait years before that. I mean, you probably have to go back to the 15 Royals that were magicians mm-hmm. with the baseball. But to get in the air, in those, those pictures by Jason Hanna. Mm-hmm. Unreal. I mean, Amazing. that's that's what you put. Who on did your... it remind you of? When you looked at those pictures, did it remind you of anyone? Michael Jordan? Jordan. See, I was thinking Mahomes. The the goofy throws that Mahomes will make that you see, uh, you know, the 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 local photographers take. Um, now, whether it's on the field at Arrowhead or even down in Texas when he's doing those off season training exercises with that Bobby Strope, uh, you know, same guy that that Bobby Wood Jr. works with. I see the similarities in, in just the, the, the freakish arm talent between the two. You know, the thing, the reason I said the Jordan is because it reminded me, remember when he was, had the ball with his right hand and he switched yes. to his left of and course. he does all the stuff when he was in the air? Yeah. Like Bobby was in the air forever. And the fact that he, 
he made a throw that he didn't plan his feet. <laughs> I mean, no, and he didn't really use the ground as no. leverage as much as he there was would no want leverage. to. The, the real the real Jeter throw, you're getting a lot more uh, inertia from the ground from your lower half. Bobby didn't have time to get that kind of momentum. And, and the thing about it, and the reason I, I texted you right afterwards, I said, did that even skip the Santana? Right. Right. Because usually you'll see throws like that, and it'll hop like five times. Mm-hmm. It'll hop four or five times to the first baseman. The guy will be safe or whatever, and we'll sit here and clap and say that was a great defensive play. Rarely do you see that turn into an out. Did that ball hit the ground at all? Because if it did, it barely did. Yeah, if it did, it was um, very close. Um, honestly, who it reminded me of, now, now that we're talking about it more and more, is Nolan Arenado. Okay. Right? Okay. I, 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 I could buy that. Yeah, you, I, I know you can see that. I mean, Arenado makes some of the craziest throws. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's arguably the best defender of the past decade. Is the best, yeah. Yeah, so look um, – and, and he's a third baseman. Now, originally a shortstop. Everyone's originally a shortstop. But, uh, yeah, Bobby has, a, obviously, a third baseman's arm. That's where he started off. Um, but he has everything. He's got center fielders, agility. He has prodigious power. Uh, he's one of the two fastest players in the game. Only Trey Turner averages a faster sprint speed. Uh, top five in exit velo. Uh, the, the, the guy's a rare combo of, of speed and power, unlike really any uh, that, that have come through this town since Carlos Beltran. And to be quite honest, I don't think Beltran had it like Bobby does. And Michael A. Taylor probably has the second best defensive play. Mm-hmm. He held the first one until yesterday where he robbed that home run. Let me ask you this. If Bobby Wood Jr. was in center field, how many home runs would he rob? Wow. I mean, um, think about that. Well, not, not not I don't I don't know if I can go there. Just Dude, yet. that vertical man. He, no, no, he's he he's every bit the athlete that Michael A. Taylor is, but Michael A. Taylor's been playing center field for a very long no, time. I, I know I'm not saying he'd be better than that, okay. but I'm just saying the occasional rob the home run with that vert. My well, God, if he does. honestly, but Binkley, I mean, uh, Bobby Witt Jr. could play safety in the NFL. Yes. He could probably uh, be a. a a two guard at a good college basketball program. The, the guy's just a natural athlete. He probably could have made it to the big leagues as a pitcher. I mean, who, the, 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 just just to like you know again, like a Patrick Mahomes. Uh, these guys are just uh, are just different. Now maybe I should stop with the Patrick Mahomes comparisons because he's a champion and MVP already. Um, so, okay, I, I acknowledge Mahomes has done so much more in his sport than Bobby has. But just talking about athlete, upside, potential, uh, that, that's how highly I think of Bobby Wood Jr. I mean, I, I think the kid in uh, – by this time in 2024, I think he'll be widely regarded as one of the ten best players in the game. Fans in this town have always won the Mike Trout. They've always won the player of that ilk. Right. They've got it with Bobby yep. Wood Jr. I think he's the Patrick Mahomes of baseball in this town. I will say this, it's tougher to be a star because as a quarterback, you can will your team to win Mm -hmm. and you get all the credit for doing it. But, you know, we're looking at the best baseball player of our generation without a playoff win in Mike Trout. It is that much tougher to be a superstar, the best in the game, and will your team to win. It's just being baseball, it's tough. Look at the Royals record and look at Bobby Wood Jr. That's how tough it is to be that great and will your team. I mean, the greatest player ever, in my opinion, is Willie Mays. He won a World Series in his first, uh, what, three years in the big leagues and then never won another. Uh, Hank Aaron won a world title when he was in Milwaukee, never got back when, he, uh, when the Braves moved to Atlanta. Uh, you know, it's, it's – yeah, you brought up uh, Mike Trout. So, we, we, you know, uh, Juan Soto is uh, the best hitter maybe on the planet and his Washington Nationals. Uh, can't win a game to save their life. Yeah, yeah. Baseball, I mean, you 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 understand. Baseball's uh, very different, um, it, it, and th- and that's why I'm so very focused on the trade deadline because it's about putting sure. uh, more young talent around Bobby and MJ and Brady and Daniel Lynch. It's about building up either this core 
or this uh, complimentary group around Bobby Witt Jr.? You know, j- just like Dayton Moore in this front office brought in Lorenzo Cain and Alcides Escobar and put those guys of a similar age around Hosmer, Moose, and Gordo, uh, that's my hope for this year's trade deadline. Not, not that you're going to acquire uh, gold glovers in center field and shortstop like you did with Kane and Eski, but you can bring in other pieces to surround Bobby and MJ and help build this core uh, for the next five years as, 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 as that needs to be the focus. The remaining five years that we know Bobby Witt Jr. is going to be in Kansas City. I hope he's here for another 15 years, but I know he's going to be here for five. How can we make um, a, a, a strong foundation around Bobby a foundation that's going to be consistent over the next five seasons. I want to bring guys in that are going to be here for a majority of these next five seasons so these guys can all win together and ultimately become champions together. Vern, a couple more baseball uh, questions before I get silly with you. Um, The trade deadline, obviously, August 2nd. uh, We've heard from Morosi talking about Ben Attendee's value. John Heyman came on uh, with Cody and Gold Friday talking about Ben Attendee. And talk about Whit Merrifield. You bring up Whit Merrifield. This could be the year they're probably taking more calls than they ever had uh, on Whit Merrifield. Those two guys in particular, what kind of haul? What what kind of haul are the Royals looking for? Major league ready players or developing players? I think you want players again that are going to surround Bobby, MJ, Daniel, and Brady. I'm not really um, hopeful for guys that are going to go down to the A ball, um, you know, uh, quad cities. I want someone that's going to, again, uh, not make an impact at the big league level in 2022 or even 2023. Well, I would like to see him in the big leagues at some point next season, whoever you get in return for Benny, for Barlow, for Keller, for whoever you end up trading at the deadline. I want to see him in the big leagues at least by the end of 2023. But again, I I think it's just about these next five seasons. Whoever you bring in better be under team control for a majority of the next five seasons that, that that whether it's a pitcher, whether it's an outfielder, whether it's a third baseman, wh- whatever position uh, the Royals ultimately procure from another franchise, it needs to be someone that's going to be under team control for the next four to five seasons. I- I'm not interested in bringing someone in that only has two years left on their deal. And um, you know, the Andrew Benintendi, I- I'm not looking for an Andrew Benintendi type, a guy that's, Uh, going to take every day at bats and immediately joins the middle of your lineup. Now I'm looking for someone that's going to join the core uh, that's going to be on this team in 2025 and 2026. Someone that can, uh, you know, build a cohesive unit again, just like Kane and Eski came from the outside and coalesced with Hosmer and Gordo and Moose. That's what I'm looking for at the deadline. And I think the best uh, course of action now, this is, Easier said than done, uh, but but package deals. You know, everyone can. Most teams could use an Andrew Benatendi. A lot of teams could use a Whit Merrifield. Every team could use a Scott Barlow. Um, if you if you could package Barlow with a Benny or a Barlow with a, a Whit Merrifield, I I have to imagine that could bring back uh, a top fifty prospect in all of Major League Baseball. Um, and if you bring that back in return, well, then that pitcher will join Lynch and Singer and Bubich and Heasley as far as the young core of starting pitchers. Or if you bring back a top 50, top 100 prospect position player, that guy joins Pasquantino and Salvi and MJ and Bobby and Michael Massey as the next wave of uh, the Royals offense. So so, so to me, the, the, the trade deadline is going to be uh, exciting it's going to be a telltale sign at just how different, if at all, this front office reconfiguration is. And it's also going to show you, hopefully, just how quickly this thing can turn around. Because with a few savvy moves, uh, this team can be competitive in 2023. And again, there's no reason why this team shouldn't compete for the postseason in 2024. Jackson Kowar back with the Royals. Um Pressure to succeed at this level because you can't keep going back and forth. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, and, Bink, we, we know he's uh, conquered AAA, right? I mean, the, the numbers say if this guy is a very good AAA pitcher, um, uh, that, that's not a put-down. Uh, there aren't many 
pitchers in the world ever that have succeeded at the AAA level. So congratulations to Jackson Coar. But now's the time to prove who and what you are at the big league level. Now, what we'll see how often uh, he's used. Um, there's no reason for the organization to say he's a reliever and that's it now. Um, if the Royals were winning this season, if they were in a race, Coar needs to be in the bullpen. Uh, Carlos Hernandez needs to be up here and in the bullpen. You need to have your best arms at the big league level. But since this team's going nowhere, since they have the fourth fourth worst record in Major League Baseball, uh, Jackson Kowar, yeah, let, let's let's make sure. Uh, let, let's double check to see if he is a starting pitcher. Let's let's make sure that Carlos Hernandez uh, can't get it done. Let, let's give him every opportunity to be a starting pitcher before we relegate them to the bullpen. Now, uh, with Josh Stalmont going on the IL, uh, this Royals bullpen is questionable at best. It's Scott Barlow and then a gigantic drop-off to uh, Garrett or Quas or Coleman or whoever's your number two behind Scott Barlow. It is a dramatic drop-off after Scotty B. Um, so you bring in Jackson Kowar just because you need someone out there with some gas. You need someone out in the bullpen that has a, a, a ceiling of, of being an eighth-inning guy, of being a pressurized reliever. So you, you give, hopefully, we'll, we'll see, you, you, you give Jackson Kowar the opportunity to uh, come up here and put up some numbers at the big league level for the time being. We'll see how long he ultimately sticks around, though. Vern, I'm running short on time, but in this argument between Grant and I that we had earlier, uh, Arch Manning, number one quarterback class of 2023, Quinn Ewers was the number one quarterback. We all know he failed at Ohio State, Mm -hmm. so he had to transfer to Texas. I'm saying you start Arch Manning right away, and I don't care about Quinn Ewers. Grant thinks there's a possibility he starts. I'm just saying Quinn will start this year. If you have a guy with the name Manning on the jersey, he's your starter, no questions asked. That is the first family of football in this country. And if your name is Manning, you get a free pass in life and to start football. Of course, yes, Arch Manning is the guy. Give him uh, the uh, starts, game one, no question. And, yes, I've broken a bone before. (laughs) Oh, Vern. Have a good day at the ballpark. We'll be listening to the Vern's on Deck show coming up at noon, my friend. We'll see you later. All right, buddy. Thank you. There you go, Josh Vernier right there. We'll take a timeout. We kind of ran long with Vern because it took him so damn long. What's he doing in the clubhouse? He's doing his job, Jay. Good point. Good point. He's doing his job. That's his. That's literally his job. He's Royals insider. Sounds like he was smooching Whit Merrifield's butt. I discuss <laughs> this next. You're listening to Bink Sunday on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Welcome back to Bink Sunday. Jay Binkley, the incomparable Grant Nicholson. Grant, the place I was thinking about was called AJ's Pizza in Manhattan. Not not in Aggieville, but good pizza. It's close though, right? I mean, kind of. It's down the. It's by like town center and everything. It's like the other sort of downtown area. It's. Oh. I put this in air quotes. It's classier than Aggieville. Where you should be going now. Yeah, I mean it's cool over there. Tallgrass Tap House is over there. It's a good area of town. My daughter had gone to K-State. And one thing about it is I remember driving her there the first time. And we were down the Bill Snyder Highway. And I was like, this this Bill Snyder right here, this guy changed this town. You know, you've heard the stories. Wasn't there like two hotels in Manhattan before he took over as head coach? Something like that. I mean. It's a sprawling place now. It's because of him. Yeah. I mean, the, the growth is definitely tied to to the last 30 years of, of football. I mean, you think about greatest success. turnarounds in college football, Bill Snyder. Can you think about a town that prospered as much for the development of football team than what Bill Snyder did? So not only Bill Snyder, the coach, but just the community, the town, the feeling around it, the buildings that grew, the place that grew. Because that Manhattan was much different before Bill Snyder took over. And it's, all, it's an awesome town now. It's an awesome town. Can you think of one man that really changed a town like he did in Manhattan, Kansas. 
I mean, I, I'm sure you could probably find other examples of similar stories, but 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 the scale that Bill Snyder was able to do it on. Well, it's like Nick Saban in Alabama. He's been unbelievable. Has more national titles he, he, than Bear Bryant. But Tuscaloosa, you know, was always a suburb of Birmingham. It was always a football mecca. You know what I'm saying? Well, and Bill Snyder's was like it was a very classic rebuild. But think about this: in the span of ten years, not quite a full ten seasons, he went from one and eleven and the losingest team in NCAA football history to number one in the country and one game away from the national title. It's unbelievable. Ten years. That's all it took. And it wasn't the easiest place to recruit. No. Now now you got nil. Just need some big-time boosters to throw money. It doesn't matter what, where you're at in this country. And What's plenty cool? of recruits from the state of Kansas now, too. So and the, they're doing a great job recruiting. The, the area is a lot more But fertile. that whole town, hotels, restaurants, everything, they owe Bill Snyder. They owe him quite a bit. They owe him quite a bit for what he did, but I mean, I'm serious. I mean, you think and about he's, what and he he's a humble field. guy. He wouldn't even let him name the stadium after him. No, they had to. They had to put family on the end. In all the handwritten letters he wrote, I even wrote one to Mahomes when he was at Tech. Like I he, mean, I he, was at that game the junior, his junior year, Mahomes' junior year. Yeah, he deserves a letter written after that one. He did everything he, he could. He would run out of felt pens because he'd always write in like purple felt pen those handwritten letters. He didn't believe in sending an email or DMing you or tweeting you. He would write a letter. <laughs> it's cold old school, Grant. It's where you they never, used to do You've things. never written me a letter. No, I'm not going to either. Okay, well. Because you wouldn't be able to read it. I know. But <laughs> I write worse than a doctor, honestly. Because doctors can't write. But I write worse than anything you've ever seen. So I type everything. Regardless. Back to the NFL and holes and needs for every NFL team next. You're listening to Bink Sunday on your broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.